gets it even more. Listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 340 for February 4th, 2023. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Coming to you live from the Chinese satellite or Chinese <laughs> balloon over America. <laughs> can, can you imagine if that was us? Call us the balloon boys. <laughs> Look at the view from up here, guys. Have you ever seen so much Montana country? Side. I don't think it's over Montana anymore. It was it was headed to no. North, North Kakalaki, the last I heard. Last I heard, it was in a million pieces over South Dakota. That's what I heard. Really? That yeah. was uh, false, by the way. Was it? It was. Oh, <laughs> man. All the most reputable news sources on Twitter were going off about it last night. Yeah. I, and then it I turns had heard out that it between 2.30 and 3.30 p.m. yesterday, it was spotted over St. Louis. I heard a second one was spotted over Latin America. And the Pentagon confirmed that. Nice. What's happening? Uh, there was a... Uh, okay, so, long story short, I have the, I have the scoop on this. Oh, so there was, um, Exclusive there was a little... news right here from Two Cents Radio, <laughs> from our broadcasting yeah. balloon. <laughs> there was a, uh, a little fair no, over in Vancouver. We did a podcast at a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so horrible. No, no, no. I think the audio would sound horrible. First off, with the wind blowing around, you just hear, and the, yes, <laughs> the, <laughs> can you imagine if this was one of our our bad bits that had gone awfully wrong, <laughs> and we had sent up a yeah, weather what we balloon? Picked, what if we picked that day to do the hot air balloon episode, and we get shot down because they think we're a Chinese yeah. spy balloon? <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 broadcasting through ham radio. You know, Rob is sending all of these cryptic messages. Yep. <laughs> somehow we uh, we slip and leak one of the nuclear codes. No, yeah. actually, somehow we we were able to blame China. Two cents radio was able to shift blame to China for the balloon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Give us your inside yeah. scoop. Oh, yeah, there was a little fair over in uh, Vancouver, and a little girl just let her balloons go. <laughs> it was just, it just floated off. Uh, uh, don't you hate that when that happens? Just, uh, yeah, you let go of that balloon, you can never get it back. It's kind of like a metaphor for life and death, you know? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, that Brian Regan bit, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, you got to think when you're a kid, that's all you have. Imagine if you just like if your wallet just started floating away. No, <laughs> <laughs> your car keys, <laughs> the deed to your house. <laughs> what amazes me, though, is I didn't know that these types of balloons were able to s- stay afloat that long. Like, well, I figured I think that. It's- after a day or two, they popped. I mean, we're we're at a week at this point that they've been tracking this I th- thing. I think this thing is like, from what I've been told, or not told, but from what I've read. It, <laughs> from um, my sources at the Pentagon. <laughs> yeah, from my sources at the Pentagon. <laughs> at DrudgeReport.com. <laughs> um, I, I, I've heard that it can, like, maneuver itself. Yes. yes. So this is not just, like, a fucking balloon. I mean, this is essentially, like... I mean, at what point is this more like a drone than it is a balloon? Besides the fact that it's using balloon technology. Yeah, (laughs) true. Right. Yeah. It just it looks cute. You know, it's a balloon. So it looks cute. However, our experiences with balloons in this country after the balloon boy incident, whatever year it was, 
uh, was, should teach us otherwise. Was that 2012 or was that even was that? Even, Didn't we just talk about this on the show? I feel like we just did. We right? probably did not too long ago. Is that 2009? Oh, my God. October 15th, 2009. Mm. Uh, how do we know it's Chinese spy craft? How do we know this? I think China. Because the Pentagon says so. I think oh. China kind of said, yeah, that's our weather balloon. Uh huh. Nothing to <laughs> nothing to worry about. It just got away from us. Here's here's the thing. This is like definitely happened before, right? I mean, we're not going to act like this is the first time fucking China has let loose a, a balloon in our in the U.S., right? Like mm. this shit has probably been happening for a long time. It was I, probably just politically expedient for the Pentagon to actually tell us this time. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's. A lot of anti-China sentiment right now, politically. Mm. I think that this has a lot more to do with that than it does to do with the fact that there's a balloon. I don't buy for a minute that this is not the first. I think this is the first time. I I, I don't I, th- I, I, I don't think that I you can at all. <laughs> I I don't think you can have a, a a an object of that size because it's like three school buses wide is what I read. It's it's massive. It's that big. It's that big. <laughs> Holy shit! It's I didn't know that. Three school bu- <laughs> it's, it's the length of three school buses. So I, I, you just don't have something like that float over without people noticing it, especially Jeez. in a state like Montana. Like, yeah. People, right? Yeah, the UFOs visit every other day there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are looking up all the time. So I, I, I do believe that this is probably the first time it's happened. I think it's China testing the waters. Um. I, I I think it's it's a threat. Um, it isn't. Why don't made- we just fly a few F 16s over Beijing? You know, how well, about that? You know, here's my thing. <laughs> they were like, well, we don't want to shoot it down over Montana because we're afraid of what's on the ground below. In Montana, like you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to evacuate four people. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Seems like if there's a place to do it, right? It's Montana, right? Right. If it is was, the one place to do it. If there was an errant spare, uh, aircraft flying over the airspace, would they would absolutely shoot it down, and Montana would be the perfect place to do it. But because it's a weather balloon, you don't want to take it down? Give How me do a we break. know it's a weather balloon? Well, that, I'm just saying it's a weather balloon because that's what China has said. It's definitely not a weather It's balloon. definitely not, but... We're gonna say Why do they need to know the weather in Montana? Yeah, wow. exactly. <laughs> they say it's a balloon that just got away from them. A, a maneuverable uh, b- balloon that got away from them. Uh-huh. It maneuvered. It outsmarted us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so get your fucking balloon back to China then. Exactly. You know, or we're shooting it down. Why can't we shoot this thing down? I don't understand. I don't get it. What's in it? What's in it for us leaving it up there? Well, exactly. Unless we don't know what's in it, unless we're afraid that the, like like it will kill us if we shoot it down. Well, somebody will kill us if we shoot it down. I don't think it's mm. the balloon. Oh, I see. <laughs> I think it's the country that fucking sent the balloon. The aircraft was tracking towards the Carolinas this morning and is due to exit the East Coast by noon after passing over sensitive nuclear sites in Montana. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, I would have shot it down before telling anyone about it. Yeah. 
I would have just shot it. Well, down. the thing is, a newspaper. I'm actually surprised no fucking ranchers in Montana were just fucking hey, shooting it down. Get your fucking balloon out of my shit, dude! Like, a news, yeah, a newspaper in Montana was the first to spot it, and they really? they published the report that that kind of blew the whistle on the whole thing. And then the government was like, mm, "Yeah, well, we got to say something now." See, I, that's what I kind of think. Like, they knew, but they, oh, they just weren't going to say anything. They, like, they were just going to they were just going to monitor and watch it and just see what it does. They knew about it early, or yeah, early this week or late last week. They they had tracked it over Alaska, and nobody saw it <laughs> until it got to Montana. It's ridiculous. The nuclear missile site in Montana has been dubbed or was dubbed America's Doomsday Base. Yeah, sounds uh, that's a <laughs> that's a cool name for a nightclub, you know. <laughs> yeah, so they really they saw some serious shit then. Yeah, but it's not like they're seeing anything more than a than a satellite could. That, see, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, is this not something we have on Google Earth already? Right. It's it's a it, it's a camera flying at sixty six thousand feet. Sure, it's, it's above. Isn't it a? It, was I correct in reading that it was like above? What most airplanes fly at? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Commercial airlines usually are forty thousand, like right? Forty thousand. Oh, Fighter jets yeah. are at sixty-five thousand. Spy balloon, one thousand or one hundred and twenty thousand. Oh, it's at one hundred and twenty thousand feet. Yes, I thought it was at sixty some thousand feet. So, well, then, and then how not... high are satellites? Oh, maybe that's the maximum altitude. Okay, how, how high are satellites? I think I was gonna say that. Elon's uh, low Earth Starlink were at 125 miles, but maybe it's 225 miles above the Earth. Okay. The International Space Station is at 400 miles above the Earth. Okay. So how much uh, how much better of a view can they get than a satellite? Not much better. Right. The only thing you've got is you could. You can hover over a spot probably a little bit longer, and obviously they did because they were circling Montana for three days. It's insane. not suspicious. It's insane. <laughs> Shoot that son of a bitch down. Shoot it. Shoot it in the head. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Get your fucking balloon out of my business, dude. <laughs> if someone just landed a hot air balloon in my yard, I would definitely shoot that fucking Absolutely. thing. Get it out of my space. <laughs> Out of just here. a balloon flying over your house for like three days. Like, no, yeah, get the hell out of here. I don't that, care what you're trying to see. That is a good point. Like, yeah, if you had a balloon or a drone flying over your house for three days, you'd absolutely take action to get rid of it. Of but course. If, some neighbor, if some neighbor kid was flying a drone around my house all the time, yeah, I'd take it down. I don't care. Yeah. And then I would go to the kid's house and I would beat up the kid. Exactly. <laughs> You know, to maybe and I would tell him that Taiwan's a country. Absolutely, exactly. <laughs> as I kicked him in the shin, <laughs> I would say, "Recognize free Taiwan." Oh man, um, ugh. I just I can't even talk about this administration. I'm so I'm so pissed. <laughs> it's just, Isn't that kind of though a gray area in terms of like how much of your property? It is, um, no. is airspace not, it's when not in no. Montana not when you're talking about a superpower like the United States a former superpower like the United States yeah no I'm, I'm just saying specifically like as a as a private homeowner oh isn't right like hasn't that been the subject of like lawsuits in the past in terms so, of 
how yeah sure if a plane flies over your house it's not so certainly not your one inch above the roof of your house is considered private airspace or public airspace really one inch yeah it's just it's anything that a, a, a a motorized vehicle can fly in really yeah so if I wanted to hover a, a drone over your house, legally I'm allowed to. Right, but if if your drone happens to get knocked into my yard and right. it's broken, right, it's mine now. Right. Okay. So what if I go like an inch below your your roof, but I'm in like the backyard? Well, so there's there's something about an expectation of privacy. Like you can't uh-huh. be flying in front of somebody's bathroom window. Because there's an expectation of privacy in the bath in your home. I mean, I'm using the bathroom as a, you know. Yeah, but that but that's not necessarily because I do know like in California with paparazzi rules or whatever. Like, I, you you you've seen pictures of like paparazzi peering through shrubs and taking pictures of celebrities in their home. Right. That's probably. I don't think that's legal. I, I think. I, I think no. I think it is though. I think if you're standing in a public place. And you're looking into a private place. If it's if it's if it's noticeable from, I, I guess I'm looking at it from a, a standpoint of reading drone rules. So maybe it is different for somebody standing on the ground. But in terms of a drone, I know that the rule is if there's an expectation of privacy, like looking into somebody's bathroom from across. I think the it street, gets pretty. Yeah, I think it gets pretty murky. Gets, and I think that yeah. uh, private airspace. Apparently, the Supreme Court hasn't explicitly stated this but according to precedent i think private airspace is somewhere between 80 and 500 feet above the ground so you actually do have some space but but you can't fly a drone above 400 feet ah okay you're not legally allowed to fly a drone above 400 feet yeah but how about a weather balloon well, now you're talking about the sovereignty of a nation. <laughs> what if I Which want... the president of the United States is charged of protecting. I'm just asking, does America go to space? That's all I'm saying. Does yeah, the country of America let, extend to space? Let me just put space? it this way, though. If I flew a balloon over Montana, hmm. I would go to prison. Right. Right. Fair. And it would get shot down. Fair. But when China does it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, now you're talking about an international debate. International rules. Yeah. Just fucking anyway. do something, you inept asshole. That's so all you want, I have to so say. So your your uh, uh, you official know, position sure is shooting. shoot that balloon down. That's Robert. that is certainly mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You protect America's borders at all costs. I also am not sure though that it really makes a difference one way or the other whether you shoot it down or not. You know, okay. like, ter- again, how much information can they really get? In terms of intelligence, I completely agree. They're not getting anything new with this balloon that they don't have with satellites. Unless there's technology on there that we don't very well could expect. be. Like, it might not might, it might not just be a camera. Somebody somebody posited that it was there's probably a LIDAR detector on it and they're measuring uh, very accurately the ground below. Yeah. F- that is where you have to protect America's borders at all costs. I think you could shoot it down and see what technology's on there at least. Absolutely. 
and and to not take advantage of the sparsely populated area of Montana and instead letting it traverse the entire fucking United States. I mean, I had heard at one point the plan was to shoot it down over the ocean once it exited the United States. Why did you let it get that far? It should have never gotten that far. Plus, um, and I'm not saying, you know what, for all the people out there that that hate what I'm saying, I'm not saying that Trump would have the balls to do it either, because I don't think he would have. I, I think Trump would have made the same decision. He wouldn't want to to make waves. So if you're going to come hmm. at me with that argument, fuck off. <laughs> I think um, I, I heard that they could shoot it down with lasers, too, which is pretty sick. Like, how often do, do we get to use lasers? Well, like exactly. That? Come on. That's just fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, we have them. We might as well use them. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way I feel about every weapon that we have in this country. You know, we got it. We might as well give it a shot. I think a laser could probably pop that balloon. Yeah, it'd be sick, right? Yeah. You just don't want to hit a satellite in the background either. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to let your, your cat get at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, buy, you can buy lasers on Amazon that pop balloons. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can you? Is that yes, true? Is it a fact? Yes. I can get balloon popping lasers. You can get balloon popping lasers on the internet. Maybe I can get Amazon. It on Prime. I don't know if Amazon has it. I should just say the internet. Yeah. In but now, are those also eyeball popping lasers? Oh, like percent. But even <laughs> even the little lasers that you play with your cat are eye popping lasers. This isn't like a fucking like. <laughs> Like like a party balloon though. This thing's probably made of like leather or like a thick fucking material. It's well, it has to be to survive this long up there. Right, has it's to like be. a. This is not just like a fucking you know making balloon animals. What if we find out that the balloon boy's dad? That's his patent, <laughs> and his invention has finally paid off. Finally paid off. You know. <laughs> Little Falcon could have gone on this balloon. <laughs> oh, what if Falcon was in there? Would we have shot it down then, Nick? Yeah. Tell me that. Yeah. Didn't they think about shooting Absolutely. down that balloon when they thought Falcon was in it? They sure did. <laughs> Listen, a lot of things were said in those eight hours, okay? A lot of ideas were thrown around. We're, we're thrown on the old uh, chalkboard over there at, uh, at Balloon Boy HQ. <laughs> When I so, saw, I remember when I saw that fucking balloon back then, I'm like, there is no way there's a kid in this tiny little mylar paper thin balloon. There's just no way. <laughs> it's impossible. It wasn't even fully inflated. The fucking balloon wasn't even fully inflated. How is it going to lift a child? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That was 14 years ago. We're knocking on the door of 14 years of that happening. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> man. Anyway, uh, uh, speaking of weather balloons. <laughs> I guess the song was kind of predicting something. That it is a red balloon hanging over us. <laughs> There's only one. 98 to go. <laughs> what if this song was uh, Xi Jinping's inspiration for Could releasing it? He's like, he's like, we're going to drop 99 of these motherfuckers. <laughs> we're just going to let them loose. Uh, I got 99 problems and the United States government one. isn't one. 
<laughs> the Biden administration ain't one. <laughs> uh, no, anyway. I think the last president that would have shot this balloon down was probably George W. <laughs> anybody, pa- anybody past George W. Would he would have done it personally. He would have. Yeah. He would have. Dick Cheney, I know, would have done it personally. Oh, but he would, he would have been on a hunting trip at the time. <laughs> hey, Dick, let me let me use laser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anybody after Bush, I don't think would have had the balls to shoot it down. Mm. And maybe Biden Teddy Roosevelt would have done it. <laughs> was Roosevelt after Bush? I mean, I am I am I? No, no, I'm just I'm just naming presidents now. Oh, I think every president before Bush would have done it. I think. Oh, Clinton- Truman. Truman would have done. He dropped oh, a fucking nuke. You think he's not going to shoot a balloon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truman had no problem. That president killed more people oh. than any other president. You Woof. know, if Truman was around today, I know now we think of it as one of the great injustices of uh, American history or whatever. But if Truman was around today, there'd be fucking thug life memes about him. Oh, you yeah. know, like there would be like a whole subsection being like fucking Truman, dude. <laughs> Pepe the Frog would be uh, <laughs> celebrating it. Uh. You ever think about that, though? Like how historical events would sort of be viewed in, in a modern lens? Oh, yeah. Know? Like if there was social media for the Kennedy assassination, right, right. But you need, to- <laughs> yeah. We, we'd tough, have more like- than this fucking Zapruder film to fucking dissect. Yes. <laughs> the closest you can get is looking at newspaper comics of the day, but like those still had to be published by a reputable source. Whereas right. like internet memes, the lowest, most depraved people can make them and just po- post them yeah. anonymously. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the same. Uh, like I don't think there were many like. You know, newspaper funnies about JFK's assassination. <laughs> I don't think there were. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I just can't imagine those going over well. The fucking fuck Marmaduke has a, has a social commentary <laughs> on the Kennedy Dennis assassin. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dennis from the six-story six school book depository with a slingshot and rock. <laughs> Fucking Dennis! <laughs> Back into the left. Dennis the Menace does 9-11. I mean, there's just a whole a whole series. That must exist. Conspiracy theory Dennis the Menace. That must be a thing. Oh, oh my god. Dennis the Menace was at Jan 6. Yes. <laughs> You know Dennis was in that crowd. Oh, yeah. Because he he's just being a menace. He doesn't right. care. No. He's just he doesn't care trouble. about the integrity of elections. He's just menacing. Yeah. That little fucker. Him and his little slingshot. <laughs> I, you know, we, yeah, I think QAnon Dennis the Menace needs to. <laughs> Someone needs that's, to do this. Yeah. <laughs> that's the web series we need right now. Oh, yes. That's beautiful. Uh, that's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, so oh what else God. is new in everybody's lives? How is everybody? Uh, cold as balls. Yeah, freezing to death. The groundhog. The groundhog predicted it, man. Oh, that he told you. Stupid groundhog. Why do we do this tradition? <laughs> why? Why is the groundhog tradition upheld? Why can't we just stop it? It's just like, all right, enough. Because one Philadelphia town, yeah. has nothing else. <laughs> They've done it 137 years in a row now. Maybe they skipped a COVID year. I don't remember. 
But I doubt it. He's seen his shadow 107 times. He's only not seen a shadow 30 times. Mm. That's a big deal. In 140 when years. It, yeah, when it happens, it's a big deal. Yeah, uh, I think the implication is that it's 50-50 every year. Yeah, it's not. It, it's, it's not really. It's no. not. Well, also, isn't it, this, doesn't it mean the same thing? Isn't it like six more weeks of winter or six more weeks until spring? Uh, You know, I I, I never no, know. No, I think it's just winter ends early. I no, don't I, think it is. Well, I, I think, think it's it, a lie. I think the whole thing is a lie. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait a minute. No. March, Head, March 21st is the start of spring. Heads I win, tails you lose. Is it that type of yeah. thing, Nick? <laughs> Yo, I that think so. blew my mind when I was like five. <laughs> Someone pulled that trick on me when I was little. I bet they, they could pull that trick on you now. Oh, no question. <laughs> Heads I win, tails you lose. Man, how do you keep fucking winning? Yeah. Okay, so it does say that spring will arrive early. Yeah. If it does not see its shadow. Yeah. Because, no, but it isn't. But spring is not six weeks away, is it? Um, middle well, it of says March. Winter will go on for six more weeks. So yeah, I think so. No, but isn't March twenty first? Well, okay, seven weeks. Picky. I don't know. I'm <laughs> really just... killing my vibe here. <laughs> killing my vibe, dude. With your fucking math bullshit. Yeah. Seven weeks. It's like it's like my bit from last show explaining every joke. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> it also says if it, if it does not see its shadow because of cloudiness. You don't need the groundhog for that. No. If it's cloudy out, you just look up. So who decides, this is my question, who decides that he saw his shadow or not? The guy with the top hat. There's like 20 of them, though, isn't there? <laughs> Don't they all put on top hats that day? So it's a council. They all have to agree. Yeah. But I... I that... we, should, uh, we should let that ref from that uh, Bengals game oh decide. My God. Oh, yeah. Let him decide. <laughs> we got to talk about the Bengals nation. What a shortly. segue. Are you upset? Are you upset yeah, this week, Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, suicides have skyrocketed this week in Cincinnati. <laughs> Bodies litter the streets yeah. of downtown. Yeah, don't say that to Joe um, <laughs> It is rough out here, man. It is rough. They're just, you see, you know, if you look at the Ohio River right now, there's just like human remains floating. <laughs> it's just really horrible. No, it's a real bummer. And, it, you know, I think there I think there are some bad actors in the NFL who actively don't want the Bengals to succeed. You hear it in the announcers when they talk about them. Is his name Joseph Osi? Osi? <laughs> yeah. Is, does he in fact have this, a Bengals uniform on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad play. <laughs> that was a bad play. Real bad move. Uh, As you did note, though, it did happen to the Bengals like two quarters earlier, and nobody called it. it happened. Yeah, literally exact same thing. So was the refing re- that bad? Uh, Apparently, Rob, this is the exact same ref who called the who who called the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, really. That okay, the Bengals yeah, played in, yeah. which also was accused of having some yeah. sketchy refing against the Bengals. Mm, it was I, also I a day that ended in Y, and it also was a yeah. They also used a an right. ovular shaped ball sure. made of pigskin. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Uh, the refing was atrocious. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. I'm not sure any. 
any one play actually affected the outcome of the game, though. Eh, you could argue one at the end. Well, that one. I, don't, I think that was a good call, though. Oh, it was. Like, a, I don't think it was a great call. He was his. I wouldn't say it's a great call, but it was a good. Think, it was I a call. N- Nico saying it no was the right calls call. by it the wasn't ref. The, it wasn't a perfect call. It wasn't that. <laughs> he's, saying, a, he's saying no calls by the ref really turned the game. I, I see what you're saying, which okay. I think is fair. I, I think that's fair to say. I, okay, so there was the one. So did you see the the stoppage of the clock? Did you see that all that whole bullshit? Rob? I did. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on though. Like I I was playing on my computer at the time, so yeah, I I was so in and out. It's third down. It's like third and ten, and the Chiefs have the ball, and they failed to convert. And I think they're in their own territory. Yeah, it was an incomplete. Pass. They were. Yeah, it was. It was an incomplete pass. Yeah. So the clock should have stopped on an incomplete pass. The whoever was running the, the the clock did not stop the clock, and it kept ticking. No one noticed. So the 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 uh, the uh, um, the they ran the play on third down. Okay. They failed to get it. Okay. And the punt team comes on the field. Okay. When the punt team comes on the field, the refs come in and say, "Wait a minute, we have to replay third down." Because the clock was running when the play began. So why can't they... They've got replay for everything. Why don't mm-hmm. you go back and go, okay, this is where the clock should have Let's fix the clock. Yeah. Sure yeah, could have done that. the time. Yes, they could have done that. But apparently, before the play started, one of the refs was running in to stop it, started blowing the whistle and waving his hands, but nobody noticed. No, whoa, whoa, so whoa, once whoa, a, whoa, once whoa, 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 stop. Yeah. He was, stop, 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 stop. He was 40 yards away. Mm. <laughs> so on the behind them, so nobody paying attention. Nobody saw the 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 man in the black and white striped shirt running across yes. the field, striped, waving his arms, <laughs> blowing his whistle. Nobody saw yeah. that. No one saw it. Nobody. Apparently, the, nobody heard the whistle. No one heard it, and no one saw it to the point where the punt team came on. Neither team was arguing. The Chiefs sent the punt unit out. Okay. They were they were content to move on with the game. I have a question then. Yes. Like at basketball games, they have mm. a horn on the clock. Is that right. a, is mm-hmm. that a thing in the NFL? Is there it is a not. horn? There's no, no horn. No, because if it was, Rob, then crazy atrocious problems like this wouldn't occur <laughs> to allow the Kansas Chief uh, Kansas City Chiefs to move on. Okay. So so there's no way for them up in the booth going, holy shit, there's a ref running across the field waving his arms, blowing his whistle. I can I can honk this horn here to stop the refs everything. Refs do that shit all the time, Rob. They just run around, they wave their hands and yeah, flag, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> they're doing their little dance. <laughs> whatever. They're posting their TikToks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> um, uh so Here's the but they rule basically gave him a fifth down, right? Right. So they just gave him a fifth down. They just down. let him replay the down again, even though everyone had moved on with their lives. Everyone had moved on to fourth down. I'm okay with them letting. I'm okay with them uh, letting them replay the down as long as everybody does exactly what they did, <laughs> <laughs> like muscle for muscle. So, um. So, yeah, I mean, guess the, the rule of thumb in the NFL is if the whistle blows, it doesn't matter if it was an errant whistle, doesn't matter if the call was correct or incorrect, the play has to stop. Because once someone hears a whistle, then someone on the field is is going to ease off the gas. And the, the theory is that it's not fair if the, right. if the play keeps going on. But no one fucking cared. You could have let it go. They didn't. They took yep. the punt team off. They replayed the down. And when they replayed the down... 
Kansas City got a pass interference call. Right. And they ended up getting a first down off of it. Again, go to the replay and look to see what the clock should have been at. Yeah, that makes sense. But the the, the theory is because the whistle blew, you have to play the... Because, because they assume that one maybe one on player field, heard right. it and right. they didn't continue playing. Right. So the play was invalid. Right. Sure. Right. The bullshit know, maybe thing, get though, is louder, that the sec- Maybe get louder whistles. That's uh, my... Uh, yeah, maybe get... That's a good idea. Louder whistles. <laughs> that's... That's the kind of innovative thinking we need in the <laughs> National Football League. Uh, the, the the bullshit thing, though, is that once it happened, then the refs had the balls to call pass interference yeah. on the play. Yeah. You know? That that was the thing. But, no, they didn't end up scoring any points off of that. But you can argue, like, all right, maybe that play didn't affect anything, and maybe, you know, the, the uh, non-roughing the passer call on Burrow in the fourth quarter didn't affect anything. Yeah, or, but then you've got to think about field position for the yes, Bengals after exactly. the, after then the you, punt. Yes, and, you have it a kinda, chain it reaction. Just do, it dominoes into yeah. this whole, yeah. Right, you have a butterfly effect of who knows what. So it was definitely called wrong. It was definitely called in one team's favor over the other the yeah. entire fucking game. Yeah, you can't tell me that these refs don't have money on the game. It's too it's it the money is too <laughs> easy. It can be hidden too well. You cannot tell me that they don't have skin in the game. Sorry. You just can't. And you also you also can't tell me that there aren't some economic factors somewhere that favor uh the NFL wanting a team like Kansas City. Right. Oh, the NFL would right. definitely like Patrick Mahomes in the because, Super Bowl. Yes. Right, exactly. Because like more people are going to watch because Kansas City has a bigger fan base. Yep. Right. So more people are going to watch the Super Bowl. Means more ad money and all that. Like, of course, there are factors at play. I'm not saying it was a setup, but smells like a fucking setup. <laughs> it, it does. It does. At a time where I see more chatter on the internet than ever before that the NFL is rigged. I mean, that was the uh, best part was it wasn't but no, but it wasn't just like my normal Cincinnati people complaining yeah, on yeah. Facebook. It was actually like a uh entire nation being like Patrick yeah. Mahomes kind of sucks. I yeah. don't know how that happened. I think I had like seven guys over my house watching the game, and yeah, we were all of the same opinion on yeah. it. Like this is the wor- at, at the very least, it is the worst officiated game I've ever seen on a football field. Yeah, yeah. I think that in, most in one people... of the most critical times of a, of a yeah, team. sure. To make in a, now, in the closest game of the playoffs, right. actually. Yeah. I, I well, also probably going to be more interesting than the Super Bowl. Uh, that game's probably going to be way better I, to watch. I, right. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl is going to fucking suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think most people would agree that, like, the Bengals were probably the better team. Yes. But. They also blew It's it, not blew baseball. It. Like, anything can happen in football. Oh, baseball, same thing. I mean, look, that's sports. Yeah. Not I mean, really. Baseball is pretty fucking The worst tight. team wins in baseball all the time. Basketball, it, it's tough. In college football, it's impossible, yeah, but, but fucking like Moneyball, right? I mean, you can just like predict this shit in baseball. You can't do that in football. It's not that's true. You know? Can we talk about? Oh, how do you say his name? Osi. 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 Yeah. His sobbing at the end of the game. I felt so bad for the guy. He should have sobbed. I look. I'm look. It happens. I agree. It happens. Like you know, I was annoyed with him, but like the shit happens. Uh. But yeah, no, he, I mean, he lost the game for the team. He like, lost the game I mean, for the team. I don't mean to, I don't mean to throw the guy <laughs> under the bus, but you know, it was his fault completely and wholly and only his. <laughs> Realistically, I, I think they probably would have lost anyways. I don't agree with that. 
I don't know, I, man. I don't it agree. Was, it was leading up to a kick with like five seconds left in the game, anyways. Yeah. It was already kind of moving in that direction. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they would have got a field goal. I don't think so because they were out of timeouts. What was it like? What would it, twelve? Would it have left? been fifty-five yards versus forty-five yards? Sixty-two no, it, they yards. Were at, they were at six. Yeah, they were at sixty. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and they are you saying they didn't have timeouts, so they wouldn't have been able to get their no. kicker in? I don't, I don't think they would have. I mean, may, I don't, maybe it's possible. I mean, so Mahomes you, did the it, same it thing last year, in, in the so it would have gone to overtime, probably. Yes. More than likely, it was pre- headed to overtime. Probably that would have been preferable. Sure, it sucks been. to lose on a, a fucking field goal. It sucks to lose on a penalty. Yeah, that sucks. It was Ugh. it was really hard to sit there and watch him sob at the end of the game. I mean, it. W- I felt for him, and then at the same time, I'm like, "Oh, the Twitter feed is gonna be lit tonight," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I am gonna enjoy this." <laughs> Cry for my entertainment. Yes, <laughs> athlete that will accomplish more than me in my entire yes. life. Go home to your multi-million dollar house with probably yes. your hot wife. Your yeah, your hot wife, hot girlfriend. Yes. Yes, sob, you 22-year-old that's accomplished more than I have in 40-something years. (laughs) Suffer for my enjoyment. Exactly. (laughs) But all that to say I'm an Eagles fan for the next week. I kind of hate both of these teams. Yeah, I do too. I know, Rob, your buddy is an Eagles fan. I'm not allowed to say that I hate the Eagles. Yeah. (laughs) It would be uh, friendship ending. (laughs) It's more it's more the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know. Right. Right. That's more where we're at at the moment cuz I want Mahomes to just lose. Yeah. <laughs> I just want Mahomes to get wrecked. That's what I more that's, than anything. That's what I want to see is just Patrick Mahomes just lose. I don't like him. I don't like him. God. My, I don't I would like love, him either. I don't know why. He's a douche. I would love if the game was 0 to 3. And that's how it ended. Mm. He's a curly-headed three douche. Eagles. That's why nobody likes him. <laughs> um, I... How about Brady? Brady. We yeah. got to talk about Brady, too, right? Yeah. No, I, I'm just... Oh, I thought uh, we were talking about Brady for 80. Well, 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. Whatever. Get it right. Get it right, Rob. Jeez. Stupid <laughs> fucking movie. It's going to win the Best Picture Oscar this year, okay? <laughs> I'm sure it will. Don't speak I mean, that way. It's fucking awful, so of course it's going to win a, a fucking award. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will, by the way, unveil my official Super Bowl bets next week. Next week? For all those that want a tail. Right before the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I You're going to wait a day before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got to do my research. <laughs> got to get in the lab and cook. You're going to wait. Orange a, Gatorade. You're going to wait a day before the Super Bowl on a recorded podcast that nobody listens to for weeks anyway. <laughs> Didn't we bet on orange last year? Well, yeah. yeah, but it's orange this year. Didn't we win last year? On, was it orange or blue? Or forget, I forget what it was. I thought we won I think, yes, last I think year. it was blue. Yeah. I think it I think, was blue. I think we won on blue. Uh, I, I, I'll i tell you this. I do have some Rihanna halftime bets for you all. Yeah, you were <laughs> sharing those in the Facebook chat. Yes. Uh, I like as the first... Let me pull it up here. Rihanna first song. Uh, I, I like Umbrella. And I think it's 7 to 1 or maybe 10 to 1. And then wow. I like uh, 
this is my favorite bet I've seen so far. Rihanna last song performed, We Found Love. That's at seven. They're not gonna end that. They're not gonna they end absolutely are. We found love. That is a classic fucking last Super Bowl song. It's so slow. It's kind of a power ballad. It it's good. I could see it. I could absolutely see it. It's not that slow. It's not, it's not slow. I think it is. I, Okay, I can you I was, see this as the as the closer? Yeah, I can't. I didn't realize it was this up tempo. No, yeah, it is. It's it's a it's, bop. it's up tempo, but it's also kind of a ballad and it's kind of emotional. Yeah, it's like an emotional crescendo at the end. So does it? I want to know how this song ends. Does it end with like a a bang where you could do like fireworks and you know ground effects I mean, they, and they can do whatever they want I think it ends out. with we found love in a hopeless place <laughs> I think it ends like that I just gotta oh this song is awful I just gotta know how this song ends oh it don't end right it don't end right nah you can no, do but, fireworks but they, the they, they just go yeah, yeah. And, and then it's done you know and then everybody goes yeah you know, and it's done. Then you move on to the game. This has been the Pepsi. No, it's Super not Bowl Pepsi halftime. anymore. It's Apple Music. Oh, you're right. I saw that. It's not Pepsi oh, anymore. Get it right. Apple's really R- just RC Cola could have put a bit in at least. You know, <laughs> yeah, should have. Apple's really just stepping into other people's territory. It's like... the Staples halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond present the E Street Band. J.C. Penny <laughs> halftime show. Oh my god! I am way more pumped for Rihanna than I am the game. Uh, way more. Pumped. Yeah, you should be. The yeah. halftime shows suck anymore. I mean, Rihanna should be better than The Weeknd. It's, it's, it's going to be one of the most expensive Rihanna concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been listening to some Rihanna, just preparing for these bets because I've, I've literally I listened to all of the her big hits to kind of gauge what the order of the performance could be. I'm like, God, Rihanna's got some fucking good songs. She's got a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of fucking hits. All the She's hits. really good. She's really good. Uh, yeah. Fuck this game, though. Don't like either team. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm ha- the Eagles beat the Patriots a couple years ago, so I am indebted to them for that. Yes. <laughs> You're yeah. indebted to them for what I'm they indebted. did like four seasons ago? <laughs> I'm indebted to Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, and so I will give them a... Uh, I'll, I'll give them a, a the old uh, rooting interest this week. Doesn't this game make the? Is it the Kelsey brothers? It is. Yeah, They're playing against goal. each other. That's right. First time ever. Mm. And wasn't Kelsey on your fantasy team, Nico? You said he was a cheat code. Uh, Kelsey was on my fantasy team. Was a cheat code. Still lost with him, but he was a cheat code. So, which 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 Kelsey did you have? Uh, I had uh, Travis Kelsey. Which yeah okay which team? Uh, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, well that's unfortunate. I don't like that. <laughs> Where the fuck even is Kansas City? Fuck that city. It's man. in Missouri. It's in Missouri. Yeah, it's not even a Kansas. It's in Missouri. What a Kansas stupid anymore. state. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I don't understand why most of Kansas City is in Missouri. <laughs> Do you see? Uh, sorry to get off topic again. The Tom Brady thing. Do you see that someone is selling the sand? That Tom Brady announced his retirement at. Give me a break. (laughs) So that video of him on the beach. 
Someone went in and scooped the sand out oh of that location. God. And they're selling it on eBay for like 600 bucks. That's really stupid. That's, it could be but any somebody sand will buy it. anywhere. Yeah, no, it could just be fucking dirt in my backyard. Yeah. Who's going to know? That is awful. <laughs> How do you fact? There's no like appraiser there to like look at the granules and compare them. And Here's the bandage that Patrick Mahomes wore in his ankle this week for his high ankle sprain. There's <laughs> a bloody bandage. <laughs> Like there are some times that I wish I was just like an enterprising douchebag crook and I could just sell yes, shit online. Yeah. You know, I wish I had that in me. Do you see that video that went viral? The guy that's like, yo, if you don't have a Lambo and you're 23, like <laughs> get your fucking act together. <laughs> see that guy? Speci- you have to have a Lambo. No, he's like, there's no excuse for you not to have a Lambo if you're 27. It, it is like, amazing. With all the fucking potential of AI and shit. It, it is amazing to me. There's somebody friends of a friend of a friend that basically has a daughter dating a kid in college that has 1.3 million dollars in real estate debt and he thinks that that's the greatest thing ever he owns 1.3 million dollars in property and it's like you know that's fine but what a rough time to be buying property i think (laughs) because we could be headed towards something horrific what could be your strategy that you just I, i i can't even fathom Doing that. No. It's just psychotic. Yeah. And I think it's crazy that banks will just let people do that. I know. The kid's in college. Wait till he hears a student loans, uh, dude. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, and you don't have a Lamborghini, you should actually sit down and have like a serious discussion with yourself as to why you don't have a Lamborghini. I realize now that it's so incredibly easy and there's so much money out there and 200 grand, especially now with AI tools that you can leverage, 200 grand is Trump change. And people will say I'm out of touch with reality and they can suck it because it's just not true. I've seen a lot now and I'm like, okay, so 200K is literally pocket change. If you're a guy you're in your 20s watching this and you don't have a Lamborghini, you should sit down and you should have a serious discussion. It's so clickbaity. It's just all clickbait. <laughs> like he has nothing of value to teach anybody. I hate that all these trends too. You'll see of people that you just see people basically pretending they're rich, right? They'll re- they'll rent a fancy car and they'll rent a fancy house for like a weekend and they'll go film videos there and they'll act like that's where they live. That guy is twenty four years old. Yeah, he has eight hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Your mic is really hot now, by the way. Sorry, it's all right. Yeah, I think that he's. I don't. I don't think he owns a Lambo. That's my no. Take. No, I think he rented one for a day. I, I just don't buy it. I just love the idea that like he's twenty four and he has all this perspective. Yeah, I've seen oh, so right. much in my life. <laughs> There's no excuse for you to be under the poverty line. Yeah. The, yeah. The AI tools that you can leverage. Stop with the keywords. It's so keywordy. It's awful. It's also yeah. very cringe. Like, okay, yeah, if you wanted to, you could write a book right now using Chat GPT. Oh yeah. And you could probably get it published. Yeah. But you're a douchebag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that doesn't change. Just, right. I, I, it doesn't matter if you make a ton of money doing saw, it, you're still a douchebag. I saw an advertisement the other day for this company that creates a YouTube channel for you and will hook up an AI to it so that it automatically does videos. 
You don't have yes. to do anything. You just hire this company to make a YouTube channel for you that supposedly makes six figures a month. And it's like, yeah. what a bunch of bullshit. Who? I mean, people are falling for that. It's a grift. It's snake oil. Well, and there is, I don't know, it, it gets into this interesting territory where they're, you know, in a world governed by algorithms, there is room for these tools like if you're making legitimate youtube videos yeah i've I've heard of this tool called vidIQ, right which helps you write video titles and thumbnails and descriptions and all of that to help your video get maximized potential in the algorithm it's unfortunate but like you kind of need to do that just to even be remotely competitive here's here's my thing i don't know this ai thing I think we're kind of using the term loose. It's not AI. Yeah, it's, it's not very actually, loose. Like, I think it's, Rob's right. I think, like, it's become kind of this buzzword now. It is. It is. It absolutely is. I've heard people switching from uh, different words to AI just in the past, like, month. Yeah. Right. You know, stuff that is just, that's automated. It's not necessarily AI. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, just because, like, something, like, I mean, you have a fridge that can, like, that can automize its temperature, that can regulate itself, right. you know, that doesn't make it AI. Oh, it's artificial intelligence. No, it, you know I've what I mean? I've seen like, things that'll blow your mind. <laughs> um, it's, 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 I, my understanding, though, is that it is slightly different than just you give it an input and it spits out an output. It it is a little bit more complicated than that, but it's not not quite as complex as what we think of when we think of the term AI. Right. Yeah, but like, it's it somewhere to- in between. It's sort of like a primitive. And they're already version. showing bias with the AI. <laughs> what, uh, one yeah. thing I saw this week is write a nice poem out about Joe Biden. <laughs> spits out a real nice poem about Joe mm. Biden. Write right. a nice poem about Donald Trump. Ah, I don't like to get political. Ma. <laughs> I, hands off approach on that. <laughs> yeah, so it, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously it's only as good as the input, right? right. It's only as good as what the programmers put into it. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't necessarily see a problem with it in terms of like things like YouTube, though, where you're trying to just get your video actually shown to people. Right. Right. Like when you're fighting an algorithm and you're just using a tool to help you succeed within that those circumstances, I don't have a problem with that as long as you're actually still putting in the effort and actually making videos that are good. Yeah, my whole thing is like why go through the trouble? Like why are you trying to dominate spaces for creatives? Like just go to Wall Street, you know what I mean? Like it's But people are already doing it is the problem. It yeah, kinda, that, it, it's just it, yeah, I agree with you. That's I don't the scary agree thing that to me. Like that's why I never understood like why why did like greedy hedge fund guys get into the movie business, for example? Like the movie business has reliably been incredibly unpredictable and unfinancially stable. Like it is a bad investment. Like if you're looking to become a billionaire quick in this country, making movies is the wrong way to do it. <laughs> it's because but, everybody wants to do something artistic. Yeah. Yeah. But they, like, but most people aren't good at it. Like why are you in that fucking space? Like – like to me like it's uh there's this quote oh i forget if it's like warren Beatty or or it's it's some old maybe it was robert redford some old hollywood guy was like um a uh you know like a a a a good investment or a good product is like a t-shirt you make it for 10 cents and you sell it for a dollar like movies you're lucky you you make it for a hundred million dollars and you make all your money back 
You know, I, a successful I, movie, you make half of your investment back. Like, it's not a good investment. We do it because, like, creative people want to make creative things. So, like, no, I don't understand I, I, why cre- going into those areas. These people, these people need to, they want the flashy creative thing. They want the movie. Not realizing that the real creative thing that they've done is make money for people. They've come up with elegant solutions to, to problems in their own field, but they'd rather have the fla- flashy glitz and glamour of a, of a movie. Yeah, I think it's because money opens doors, and that's the room that everybody would be in if they could. Right. Mm. You know what well, I mean? That, but see, that shows you that the people are chasing something more than money. People are yeah. chasing clout. Like, right. the idea of fame to some of these people is more appealing than money is. Or at least money, it's... At a well, certain you can point, tell it's diminishing people, returns, right? You know, if you ask somebody at a you're at your at your class reunion and you say, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" "Oh, I manage a hedge fund. I manage millions of dollars." People go, "Huh, cool. Yeah, great." Uh, "Oh, yeah, I make a movie. We lose money every year." Yeah. "Whoa, you make movies?" Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's like yeah, but in people reality. at the same time don't want to do the fucking work. It's like they want to be an influencer, but they want all of their posts to be automated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They don't care what they are influencing over or what their so message they, is so they want the appearance of being creative but they don't want to do the actual creating and right. that to me is fucking insane but yeah. that's 99.9 percent of people sorry that's insane it just to is. me it's like i can wrap my head around i would never pursue this life but i could wrap my head around going to wall street fresh out of business school or whatever and becoming just a wall street grifter you know what I mean? And like selling mortgages to people over the phone and and driving a Lambo. Like I can see why that life is appealing. To me, the life of like making something creative and making podcasts and making content, making movies or whatever, that is appealing. But that's separate and apart from my desire to get rich and make money. Yeah. I don't I what I don't understand is people that that take the shallow approach of Wall Street and apply it to creative fields like this. But I but I also think that the three of us are different in that terms because if anybody else was wanting to do something creative and make a lot of money they would have given up on what we're doing right now a long time ago <laughs> yeah we're, it's, we're it's, doing we do this i'm just not sure for those fun. two i'm not sure those two things are synonymous with each other though i don't think you can actually do something truly creative and do it to make money like you're lucky if you happen to make money right. off of something you did creative. Yeah, but I agree with that. There's no way that's the inspiration for doing it in the first place. Yeah, but for some people it is. it is, though. But for yeah. some people it is, and for some people but, they pursue it, and most not, of them succeed. But it's not truly a creative pursuit, is my point. It's not. They're not truly being creative. They're, they're making something. They're making a product. Yeah, but they want to look like they are, though. There, sure. there, there's, there's an innate desire, like the idea of being an artist or the, you know, the idea of being an actor like that is appealing people don't want to do the work but it's the image itself is appealing you know yeah i i i don't think that i I think you're overestimating i guess i should say you're overestimating how many people want to be a famous actor you think i'm overestimating yeah i don't think he is you think so i don't think so i mean i guess i don't i i i don't see kids now where I'm from wanting to move to Hollywood and be an actor. Do you see them wanting to be TikTok famous? N- not even a, 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 a very select few, maybe. But n- that is that is not the case where I live. Not yeah, it it's different. It's a different world here. I mean, yeah, you guys know not, that. 
I I I have an 11 year old cousin who has like 5,000 followers on TikTok. Wow, she's 11. Wow. She makes videos of like fairies or something. Where she <laughs> pretends to be a fairy. Wow. She has 5,000 subscribers. You know, there is um in in more highly populated areas too though people don't have as much of a sense of belonging. Ten, tend to be or, mentally ill. Well, that's well, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's but like you know, like in your communities, Rob, everybody, every family there has like their place. They right. have a thing that they're responsible for. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not necessarily the case when you live in an apartment in a big city where you work a job where you're just like a, a what is it called when you're just bottom of the totem yeah. pole. Right. Yeah. You know, right. you don't have a you exactly. don't fit in anywhere. Yeah. And you're, so, yeah, you're these not people anonymous. do desire. Where you live, you're not anonymous. No. Yeah. No, you are you are known in your community. You have a definable role, right? Yeah, or, because right. there's so few uh, people in general that when you mm-hmm. have a, a and a lot of people around here have very specific skills. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're you're a cog in a, a wheel that if if you're gone, people are going to notice, mm-hmm. right? And we're talking about a general uh, just sense of purpose here. Yeah, that. In smaller communities, typically, everyone has a people sense of have purpose. a better sense of purpose. Yeah. yeah, people people have a more clear uh, sense that they are valued. Yeah, and in larger communities, that is not the case, and it's just that simple. Yeah, it's insane. And so everybody wants to be fucking uh, Leo DiCaprio because, <laughs> well, who doesn't? Who wouldn't want to dump all their women when they turn twenty five? I mean. <laughs> There's something really icky about that guy, and nobody's talking about it. No, it's <laughs> like because we're all just like, man, he's really good in that movie. Yeah. What a champ! Oh, he was so good <laughs> in Titanic. Really icky about it. He slept with Rihanna. <laughs> did he? Yeah, of course he did. No one mentions. <laughs> no one talks about it. Of course he did. <laughs> he scored Rihanna. This guy's like, yeah, all right. There you go, Riri. Don't don't let the door hit you on the way out. Oh my god. Watch your step on off the yacht. That's a doozy. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Uh I got a news story that I found this week. Okay, let's do that and then I gotta get going. Okay. Um, let me get joined in here so that you guys can uh maybe see. Just just to confirm, we're all anti AI generally speaking. Yeah. Especially AI art. Oh, did y'all see AI Seinfeld this week, by the way? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, what yo. Okay. Let's... They wrote Seinfeld. Really quick. Uh, Rob, can you pull up twitch.tv real quick? Yeah, I sure can. Hold on. Uh, I think it's called Endless Seinfeld. It is a 24-hour stream that has been going nonstop for I don't know how long, weeks, I guess. Uh, and it's AI-generated Seinfeld episodes. And it is like a Lynch film. It is insane. Well, yeah. I was at the bank making a deposit, and I saw this old guy who had fallen asleep. So I decided to stand there for a few minutes and just watch him sleep. It was hilarious. That's so strange. I mean, why watch? Why is she sleep? standing like that? Oh, she's leaning against she's... a chair. <laughs> I don't know why, track. but it was funny. You should have seen the drool coming out of his mouth. So what did you do after that? Where are they generating this from? I just from? went home and had dinner. Like, couldn't tell you. <laughs> so the bet, so like eleven thousand people are watching this right now. Yeah, 
and everyone is like chatting about it live. I just see big salad, big why, salad. Big why does she look like she's scratching her ass with every step she takes? That's how they walk in AI world. So it's Elaine and Jerry in his apartment talking about. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Pull it up. Do they do the bang? bang yeah, they bang. do. Hey everyone, thanks for coming out tonight. Here's Jerry I'm doing so his excited stand-up. to be here and share some laughs with you all. Larry Feinberg. So today I was driving to the store and I had a really bizarre experience. I see this guy walking down the street and he's wearing a full body leopard costume. So naturally, I'm like, what in the world is going on here? This is fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely fucking terrible. At least we know that AI hasn't taken over the world of stand-up comedy yet. True. They haven't gotten there yet. True. (laughs) Thank God for that one. So you'll see like Twitter clips, people, because people are just watching this all day and monitoring it and pulling out the good stuff. Because there's like an episode every half hour, essentially. And there'll be, uh, you know clips of like the ai is becoming self-aware because they're talking about like how this is all a, a facade oh my Their god that would be facade. weird yes so that like came up in one episode it is truly bizarre wild wild it's crazy that it's it's generating the art yes like real time it's not good it's not good animation by any stretch but no it's very bad <laughs> I don't think it, it could afford to be good and be done so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but it has an understanding of like camera angles. It changes yeah. camera angles. Yeah. Of how a sitcom would look. I like the laugh tracks. It knows like this should be a punchline now. Right. Even though it's <laughs> we don't not get a punchline. the joke. Yeah. Right. We don't get there is no joke, but this is a moment where we should be laughing. No. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we got this news story. I hope it plays here. St. Charles City Police are searching for a suspicious man who went door to door overnight wearing no clothes or shoes. The naked man seen on multiple home security cameras. Fox 2's Kelly Hoskins shows you how police are asking for the public's help to find him. Caught on camera, this is ring doorbell video showing a suspicious man wearing nothing as he walks up to a St. Charles City home. Some residents say they were surprised when they woke up early Thursday morning to a naked man on their front doorsteps. (laughs) I looked at the ring system and I'm like, there's a naked guy on my front porch. And that's when I woke up my husband. He got dressed and went out to look for him. We called the police. Residents say they hope police track him down. I didn't really. So, okay, they're asking for help to identify this man. Mm. And what do they have blurred? His private parts and his face. (laughs) And his two most identifiable qualities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least unblur one of the two. Right. <laughs> I don't know that guy's face, but I'd recognize that dick anywhere. <laughs> That's all. Charlie, Charlie one testicle. <laughs> Charlie one nut oh, coming up. Oh, one eyed Chuck. <laughs> I don't understand. I think they get to it later in this clip, but I, but if you're asking for help to identify this person, don't blur you his show face. The face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you have to blur out the genitals for decency purposes on the news, but show the man's you face. Know, that looks you know like your street. <laughs> yeah. That just looks like your street, man. <laughs> yeah, I was walking around naked one night. What are you saying, dude? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Nothing. Nothing. Thing, because I thought, you know, maybe 
he was drunk or, you know, some kind of fight or something. No, I mean, he wasn't drunk. Just normally. Of course not. Not at one in the morning. Yeah, he was just in a, an Austin Powers or movie. Slurring yeah. or doing any kind of weird thing, but. Uh, he was. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. He wasn't doing anything weird, except he was naked on my porch. <laughs> Besides that. Yeah. Pretty harmless. Yeah. Residents on Oxford Crossing, Somerville Drive, and Cutright Lane reported the sighting in their neighborhood doorbell app chat group and one notified police. It's unusual for someone to be knocking on anyone's door at one o'clock in the morning and the fact that the person didn't have any clothes on as cold as it was uh, certainly concerns us <laughs> and uh, the surrounding neighborhood. Because it was cold. <laughs> you know, if it was 70, it I was a it. nice summer night, like, well, yeah. But it was it was 45 degrees out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> came up to people's front porches. The man didn't say anything, uh, wasn't trying to force entry into anything. So we're not sure what his intentions were. Authorities asked we not show the man's face, but thought someone might recognize several tattoos. <laughs> yeah, here, we're not going to show you your face, but here's some blurry tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a tattoo you'll never be able to make out. Yeah. Across his left shoulder. He also had a flat top buzz haircut. Please say the man could face a charge of indecent exposure. It's not funny. It makes people yeah, very it's a little funny to see someone walking around with no clothes on at one o'clock in the morning. No one knows what your intentions Especially are. Especially on a cold this night. This is a yeah. prank. <laughs> certainly not funny. The St. Charles City Police say this is an ongoing investigation and they're hoping that anyone with information will contact police. Reporting in St. Charles City, Kelly Hoskins. Unblur his face. <laughs> you know, it would have been 10 times funnier if the person doing this news announcement holding the mic there was a dude and... <laughs> Had he a had like a short buzzed haircut, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just about the right height. <laughs> uh, I do love whenever local news though asks the the local cop for comment. <laughs> right. I love that. So, can you talk a little more about nudity in uh, residential roads, yeah. sir? Well, it's pretty rare. <laughs> Funny or not? What's your take? Just once, I'd love the cops to be like, you know, it's illegal, but it's pretty This guy's a fucking funny. legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> or he used, to, he used to shove them in lockers in high school. Uh, and then I had this other thing to bring to the show. I, I was going to use it as our, our opening song, but... It's a devil's oh, in the Oh, right. I forgot about this. 911. Come on, be ladies and bless these people. All right, pause. <laughs> We should set up what this is. So this seems to be. Do, a, do you know? Do you know what it is? Because I'm not sure. Let's set up what this is. It's fucking just old people in a room. Yeah. It's old people at a church, but like, I like, I don't know if this. How is do a you know they're at a church? Or, or, it's absolutely a church because he was like, like call up and bless them. Right. Like I know, I agree with you that it's at a church, but like, how do we actually know it's at a church? Because like, there's no evidence of this other than just the vibe. So right. They. they these old people are standing in front of a of a looks like a Bob Ross painting. It does look like a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> That's out of center focus. <laughs> it, right, it's yeah. lopsided. <laughs> uh, and uh, really I guess bad they're, framing. They're oh. they're uh, running the worship, I guess. Fucking Edith there is almost standing in the middle. Edith. <laughs> Janice Janice in her flannel. <laughs> 
That is so an Edith is the, and a Janice. Uh, this is a church band. This is a far cry from the uh, heavy metal Christian band <laughs> we played on the show last week. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a rockin' song, though. Rockin' song. 99 Well, balloons. the devil's in the phone booth. <laughs> Dialing 911. Somebody call 911. <laughs> I don't know. The, it, it's the same song. <laughs> It's an identical song. Oh, am I sure? Booth, dialing nine one one. Well, the devil thought he had us, but the tables are turned, and now he's on the run. The oh. devil's in the phone booth, phone booth, dialing nine one one. My whole life has changed. Oh, and old old white hair. She really thinks she's a good singer. Like she is. <laughs> She just thinks she's amazing. She's knocking yeah, it out yeah. of the ballpark. She's going full Pat Benatar oh, this, yeah. uh, this video, yeah. Since the Lord saved me, I proclaim the mighty name of Jesus Christ to everyone that I see. <laughs> did, did you see how she really got into it? See? You know, the no, my favorite, <laughs> I think my favorite part is that you can... Uh, you can tell that the church can't afford two of the same mic. Right. <laughs> they have two completely different microphones. Yeah, didn't notice that, but you're right. <laughs> and the sound levels are off, too. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Somebody call 911. <laughs> uh, I love I love found footage like that. Like I think my favorite No, no, no. But my favorite found footage. It is called it's found really the, footage. Have you ever seen the Winnebago man? That was yes. found footage. Yes. Okay, sure but that's did. way different than <laughs> But this the Winnebago man. This wasn't like <laughs> Rob, this wasn't like a fucking hunting camera set up in the woods and we stumble across these two women singing yeah, like this is but seriously have you ever seen the winnebago man stuff i have not i watched oh, the documentary yeah the documentary ago. is outstanding but this guy it it's um they found these like uh what am i looking for outtakes from this guy selling winnebagos and he just loses his fucking mind the winnebago concepts and engineering departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> I wonder what the fuck the real dialogue is. What the fuck is this thing? All of the windshield, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. What? What the fuck did I say? That so, didn't sound for shit, did it? And here... Yeah, go ahead, Nico. So, uh... Um, you ever seen the Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Punch Drunk Love? I haven't, no. Okay, so it's an Adam Sandler movie, and Philip Seymour Hoffman plays... Uh, I think he's a mattress. Oh, yes. He owns like a mattress store. Yes. And so they shot as a as a bonus feature to the movie a parody of one of the Winnebago Man commercials, but with the uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's mattress. King. Oh, what am I looking for? So look at uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Look at Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, mattress commercial. Maybe I don't know how. There we go. Yeah. Mattress man. Yes. Right there. There you go. <laughs> yes. 
Hey, this is Dean Trumbull for the Mattress Man. Give me a call at 370-0466. For limited time only, D&D Mattress has queen mattress sets for $99 and king sets for $129. <laughs> <laughs> He falls, he jumps off the trailer onto a pile of mattresses on top of a car, hits the pile of mattresses, and then hits the ground. <laughs> and so we're talking on top of a car, five mattresses yep. piled high. So we're talking six, seven feet yeah. falling on his face. I think my favorite part, which we failed to mention, was he just opens the commercial fake strumming a guitar. Strumming guitar. <laughs> no sound coming out of it. Okay, so it's not the Winnebago Man, but it's another guy. It is, guy. but here's the original. This is Vinny T for the Furniture Guy. Give me a call at 351-3900. For a limited time only, the Furniture Guy's got queen mattress sets for $99 and king sets for $129. They really recreated it well for... <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah. I'm fine. That's that what I was afraid was gonna, that's what I was afraid was gonna happen with that goddamn thing. I, that was what I was afraid was gonna happen with that goddamn thing. <laughs> Did I? Oh, I'm fine. Sure. Fucked up my guitar though. I'm fine. I'm fine. Try your arm and stuff. He's wearing leather. But it's videos like this that I fucking love. Give and me just a little bit, just a little bit of Philip Seymour Hoffman and Punch Drunk Love. Go back just a little okay. bit. Give me just a little taste of Are You Threatening Me? Just a little. Oh, I don't know what it, what you're talking no, about. Go back, 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 back. Okay. It's one of the videos. Third video there. Oh, okay. Third one. Yeah, this is Dean. Hey, it's me. This guy from L.A., Barry Egan. He's calling on the other line. He's saying all this stuff. He wants to talk to a supervisor or whatever. What'd you say? Nothing. Is this after Twister or before Twister? Shut up. Will you shut up? Okay, sexy. I'm going to connect you with my supervisor now. You're in trouble, honey. What is Who's this? Hello, sir. My name's Barry Egan. I called your service the other night. Shut the fuck up. Oh, what's that? I said calm down and shut the fuck up. What's the problem? The problem is if you give me a chance to explain one of your employees, that girl who I was just speaking with has been threatening me and four blonde gentlemen just attacked me and smashed my car and hurt my girl. All right, go fuck yourself. That shit has nothing to do with me. All right, I run a legitimate business here. Listen to me. What's your name, sir? Answer me! What's your name, asshole? I'm Barry Egan! How do I know? What the fuck is this movie? How do I know? This is Adam Sandler overacting next to a legend. No, no, shut up! Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up! Oh, I need that drop on my my board. Now, are you threatening me, Dick? Aren't you? This is a weird fucking movie. Oh, it's the best. That moment of shut, shut, shut might be my favorite moment of acting in all the movies. Ah, uh, that's fucking terrible. Shut, Philip. shut, shut, <laughs> shut up. It's so funny watching Adam Sandler overact uh, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, just Philip Seymour Hoffman over, overacts overact, overacting Adam Sandler, though. Yeah, but for some reason it looks right when he does it. You know what I mean? I love that movie. Something about shut, shut, shut. I love the little move when he's on the phone and he kind of just he yanks the cord a little bit. <laughs> it's weird. Some some people can overact and it looks right. It yeah. looks natural. And some people can't. Like 
uh, John Malkovich can do whatever he wants. Yep. And you're like, God, that guy's a legend. Right. But when, when someone else does the exact same thing, you're like, you look like a fool. Yeah. What's that clip with Matt Damon? He's talking about John oh, Malkovich on the set of Rounders. <laughs> I don't know if you all saw Rounders, but in the last scene, John Malkovich does this very over-the-top Russian accent. He's playing a character named Teddy KGB, and there was no, there was nothing in the script, <laughs> and it's like he was supposed of- to do this accent. He just shows up, does it. Oh wow! <laughs> all of your dreams, and he like he sprinkles the chips. Get out of this hand; it's no good for you. Uh, <laughs> so Matt Damon's doing an you're interview. Still down later. from the last time I stick it in you. Um, <laughs> so so Matt doing Damon's doing an interview, and he's like, he's like, you know, we heard John Malkovich was coming to the set, and we're like, oh my god, this guy's a legend. We're all excited, and I sit across the table from him, and he just busts out this crazy Russian accent, does the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And when he's done, everybody just stands up and applauds him. Right. right. It's literally a round of applause on the set of the movie. For one take. Right. And then Malkovich just looks straight at Matt Damon and just whispers to him, I don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Because I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're buying this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so he true. He's one of those guys. Straight up. <laughs> Pay him. Pay that man his money. You think this is a bad impression? This is exactly the voice uh, that he did. Sounds fucking, That sounds fucking terrible, too. One of my favorite Ugh. movies ever, fucking Rounders. I love that movie. You know what's funny is I've seen the interview, but I haven't seen the movie. Oh. I've seen the Matt Damon interview about you got, the movie. You gotta just watch the clip. You gotta just watch the, the last scene of the movie. I've never seen that clip. Oh, I have no idea best. what it's actually like. It's the best. <laughs> All right. Well, Nico said that he's got a hard out. So. I do. I have a, I have a movie to I have a movie to watch. Are you going to the theater? I am. Ooh. I'm gonna answer the knock. The knock at the cabin. Oh. I'm excited. I'm gonna go this afternoon. I've decided. Oops. Who's in this movie? David uh, Batista. Batista. Old uh, Rupert Grint. From the Harry yep. Potter franchise. Oh, wow. Ron Weasley. Jonathan Groff from Mindhunter and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Answer the knock. Knock at the cabin and 80 for Brady. Duke it out for number one. <laughs> Duke it out. <laughs> I'm picking my team. Have you I picked know. yours, oh, listeners? Choose your fighter. <laughs> a 2.9 average rating. Oh, this, this looks like a great fucking movie. God. Uh, submit your jingles for the jingle bracket. Oh, yes. We'll talk more about it in the coming weeks. Get on our it's Discord. Coming up soon. Have a great week, everybody. See you Bye. next week.